All right, haven't been done with that. How many of you were in church on Sunday? All right. Um, I want you to bring up the slide for Sunday. On Sunday, I had the good fortune of being the one ministering, and I brought you the word concerning the good news of God that is our portion. Somebody say, good news is my portion. The devil doesn't like, is not scared of what, the way you said it, good news is my portion. We learned that Mary, in the text that Pastor Kola brought to us the Sunday before, Mary was the agent of good news. He took us to the story of the first miracle of Jesus in the wedding of, in Cana of Galilee. And up on the screen, I captured the living Bible there, John 2 and verse 3. The Bible says the wine supply ran out during the festivities. What an embarrassment. The wine supply ran out during the festivities and Jesus' mother came to Jesus with the problem. If Jesus' mother did not go to Jesus with the problem, what would have happened? Somebody help me. What would have happened? What started out as festivities will end up in shame and you know that kind of nasty gossip. You know, bad news travel fast. Come on now. May we not have any more bad news. You see, the, the, what started out as rejoicing, when it terminates in disgrace, it's bad news. And as much as you want to contain bad news, it is bad news that travels fastest. This groom, everybody will have heard. The bride may have started thinking, did I marry the right man? And the people that drank the first, uh, the, the finished wine are not going to say, well, I had some wine. They're going to say, which, which kind of party be this? Thank God for Mary. She took the problem to Jesus. And I said to you that in this season of good news, we must remember that good news come through a chain of actions. What happened that produces no news is not because something didn't start. The chain was broken. And for the chain not to be broken, the kind of agent of good news we need is the one that is undaunted. When Jesus said, it's not my time. I don't care if this chain is broken. Just leave me out of it. Mary refused to let go. If she let go at that point in time, the chain will be broken and the shame will be public. And that's why today we need to talk about the commissioning of the agent of good news. The word commissioning means empowerment and the releasing. When somebody is commissioned an officer, you are empowered and you are released to function. Honestly, I am so grateful for that bridegroom. Because I remember my wedding day. If the wine ran out, the food ran out. In front of everybody. I'm not sure I will be talking about my wedding day. I will want to bury that experience. And some of us have had times when things run out in our lives. And we don't like talking about it. 
And that's why I say we've had enough bad news. We're tired of no news. May the Lord commission our own agent of good news in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This agent was unsolicited. Nobody begged her. Nobody asked her. The Bible didn't say the groom spoke to her. Nothing. She was divinely positioned to know what was going wrong and was divinely empowered to act on it so that the shameful problem gave way to unprecedented bad news. It is written in the Bible. In the early stages of John chapter number 2, very prominent. May our history not be the history of bad news. May our story be registered as the one of the best news in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My God, if it was bad news, that's how we'll be reading about it till today. Thank God. And I want somebody to know here that just because something is running out, something is going wrong, it doesn't have to end that way. May good news cancel out everything of bad news in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. And I, I, I showed you the scripture on Psalm 21 to 4, the NIV version, how this thing works. But today, I want to leave that alone. We may just mention it as we go along. Because today, I'm talking about the commissioning of your agent of good news. The word commission is if you, are, if you have a title and you are not commissioned, you can't actually act in that capacity. Is that right? If you are appointed to an office until you're commissioned, you can't act. So I know there are agents of good news that are appointed for all of us, but perhaps there's need for that push of commissioning. It is the releasing into action of such people. I'm going to read one scripture to you. Daniel 2. Let's switch to the Bible. Daniel chapter 2, verses 48 to 49. I'm going to ask you to read along with me. If multimedia would switch, please. Daniel chapter 2. I'm reading from the normal translation of the Bible, New King James Version. Verses 48 to 49. Okay, read with me. One, two, three, go. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts. And he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. Next verse. Also, come on now. Also, Daniel petitioned the king and he set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. Let me reiterate. A lot of things happened. And I don't know where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were. Because all that time, Daniel was interpreting all the things that confused the king. And there's no mention of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego after chapter number one. There's nothing about them. So to me, it was a season of no news. And when there's been no news for a while time, you know when you add a lot of no news together, it becomes bad news. A lot of no news is equal to bad news. So we never heard of them anymore. I like the word then. Then the king, something happened. The king promoted Daniel, gave him many gifts and so on, made me an administrator. The next verse, verse 49 says, 
also, which means in that chain of events, Daniel did not allow it to be broken. Daniel petitioned the king. And the king responded and promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and made them governors or people in charge and administrators over the province of Babylon. Just like that. Let me ask the question. Did Daniel ask for his friends to be promoted? Did he ask? Yes, in a way he asked. But what he did, was it just ask? Did he just ask? What is the difference between ask and petition? Mommy. He made a specific demand. Can you clap for mommy, please? What about you younger people? When somebody petitions the pastor on your behalf, what do you think it means? A serious case. A committed case. A, a big case. It's like Mary, the agent of good news. She didn't just ask Jesus. I showed you on Sunday. He said they have no wine. Jesus flared up. And I said, the part that they didn't write in the Bible, God expects you to use your imagination. You, my mom asked me, pastor, I want you to pray for someone. I said, no, 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 I'm not here as pastor. I beg, I beg. And she opened her eye and said, you know what that means? Do you know who is talking to you? As, as I want to go, I see her eye. I suddenly remember that my mom is the one that is talking. And I replied like that. You see, she wasn't just asking Jesus. She was petitioning Jesus. May your agent of good news be commissioned to make petitions concerning you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Bible says Daniel petitioned the king. Listen, sometimes if my agent is all, all going to do is ask, it may never work. Hello, are you there? Mary didn't ask Jesus. Mary petitioned Jesus. They have, just because she said it in the language of request, it was backed by unspoken. They said there is more said by your body language than the words you speak. Have you heard that before? That communication is actually more like 15 or 20% words. The other 70% is your body language. They have no wine. Your mama said, they have no wine. I said they have no wine. Hey, you're talking. Let me see what you're going to do. Jesus that said it's not my time, all of a sudden he went and did something. Between when he said it and he went to tell them, the mama gave him some body language. The people that you need in your life are the people that are not going to take no for an answer. They're going to, if they have to petition authority, they'll petition authority. Why don't you lift up your hand to God and say, Lord, send me commissioned agent of good news. Glory to God. I said Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were not there. The bridegroom was still on the high table. He didn't see Mary. He didn't talk to Mary. He didn't even know what was going on. He saw the problem and all of a sudden this problem of bad news changed to good news. That was what happened to him. 
Shadak, Meshach, and Abednego were not there. If Daniel was not commissioned by God, who does that? They just promoted you. And you said, before you go, king, there's something else you must do so that the first one will stand. You must promote my friends. When last did any of your friends do that for you? Please, anybody here, when last did any of your friends do that for you? God blessed them. And I say, God, the blessing is not complete. You have to do this person. So when last? If it has not happened, this season of good news, the Lord will commission for us agents of good news that will not stop until we're blessed and totally blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. How can somebody the king just promoted out of nowhere be petitioning the king? The language of petition is more than asking. It's actually a demand. It's actually a subtle threat that if you don't do it, something will go wrong. Hello, somebody. Imagine somebody so committed to you. Jesus' mother looked at Jesus. Jesus said, it's not my time. And it's true. And she didn't back off. She didn't know what next he would say, but she just said, I don't forget it. You're going to do it. Who petitions a king? A slave boy. Do you know the audacity it takes to petition a king? You know, so many people are so scared that the king may withdraw the promotion. Come on now. Oh no. Where were you? I said, come on now. You just got blessed. Are you going to risk your blessing for me? You're ready to change church. Hey, pastor, no offense. I go home with my blessing. You know what Daniel did? Daniel put on the line his own blessing, his own position, his own comfort and said, unless these persons are blessed, this one will not stand. My prayer and my request from God is, God who commissioned Daniel for three boys, he will raise and commission such people for us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to ask you the simple question if Daniel wasn't promoted could he have petitioned the king? I didn't hear your answer. If Daniel wasn't promoted could he have petitioned the king? If Mary wasn't invited to the wedding, could she have helped the groom? Which means the commissioning of our agent of good news is not just God picking them out. They have to be in the right position to be able to petition and make a demand on our behalf. The word commission is to empower and to release. If Daniel was not promoted... What will have been the lot of Shadak, Meshach, and Abednego? What will have been their lot? No news. What I'm saying to you is we need to pray for the people that are our hand-picked agents of good news to be commissioned by God. Promotion is a commissioning. Without him being promoted, Shadak, Meshach and Abednego, you know what happens? You know what will remain? They will sit at the altar praying. Father, remember me. Father, let me have good news. Father, let my Lord change. Until Daniel was promoted. You know, you may have missed the sequence of events. Up until now, 
You may have been praying about yourself. Today you need to pray that that person be commissioned. The one that will petition authority on your behalf. As long as that person is still in a position that lacks power and authority, it may be difficult for things to change. You may not recognize the person, but you can pray, say, Lord, whoever that person is, may the Lord commission every agent of my good news in the name of the Lord Jesus. As this thing stands, when, they, when, when, when we were, uh, Daniel was commissioned, I asked you, I said, where was Shadrach? Where was Meshach? Where was Abednego? You know, the thing that grabbed me there is that the bridegroom never knew what Mary did. In Cana of Galilee, he never knew. He just knew, I have an embarrassing problem. For every minute that it lasts, my greatest day is likely to become my worst day. He never spoke to Mary. In the story, never spoke to Mary. As, as it seemed, the clock of disgrace was ticking. Your time is almost over. And somebody here, you may be feeling like that, but God was there. And God commissioned an agent of good news who went into action. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, in this story too, they were not in the king's palace. Can I tell you something? You are not in the wrong place. You just need to say the right prayer. I didn't hear anybody say amen to that. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't know what happened. What they found out was good news was delivered to their door. Maybe a sealed um, envelope with a king's seal and, and, and signet ring or something. And they just came and said, well, I have news from you from the palace. Uh, king Nebuchadnezzar has appointed you governor over the province of Babylon. And they said, How? How? I didn't apply. Oh, I thought somebody would be getting it. Because I'm already prophesying to someone. I did ask for this thing. How? I wasn't there. How? I don't have the qualification. How? They said, well, it pleased the king after, do you know some Daniel? I said, really? What happened? I heard he was promoted. No, no. He was not just promoted. He refused to Resume office unless you are promoted. And you ask, how? Why? Three people lifted up by one man whom God appointed. Yes, ma'am. It takes boldness. He didn't ask for one person. He asked for three persons. It meant nobody is going to be left behind. Glory to God. Talking about commissioning an agent for one's good news. I had an experience yesterday. How many of you want to hear my experience? You know, I, gave, I came to church and I gave the testimony about how my daughter got scholarship and all that and so on. And the next thing is that we couldn't get a date for American Embassy. And so I said, school started in September. So I said, told my wife, she was in charge of all the applications. I said, just tell them that she can resume next year. I didn't even say 
what time. I just felt whatever God started. You know, patience is a virtue. Sometimes you're hurrying more than God. I told my wife, Mm-mm. if there's, they're not giving us, the, we tried everything, no date, till yesterday. School had resumed. I said, she said, okay, I'll tell them. They said, oh, it's okay. Let her come in January. I said, no problem. So, when it was time to go to the embassy, what do you think I was thinking about? Talk now. What do you think I was thinking about? Why are you all pretending? When people are going to American embassy, what do people think about? Eh? Uh, that's spiritual. Let's break it down. <laughs> what do you think? The, eh? Eh, but what, break it down. What is the thing that Nigerians always worry about when they're going? Your accounts statement. You know, because today, I never used to, it was Dropbox. I don't see them, I drop it, they give my visa, I go. So I said, ah. They will say you, you have audacity. In this recession, you want to send your child to try. Okay, let's see how much money you've got. So the devil was coming to me and said, oh God, you not get good news. <laughs> I said, devil, stay out of my business. I have good news from the Lord. Oh, I said, so what are you going to present? I said, I'll present my account. He said, you present your account? I said, yes. I said, but they won't ask me anything. She looked at me. But she has been with me enough to say, ah, okay, if you say so, let me just follow you. So we got there. Husband and wife, and an infant girl, she's 15. To my surprise, my wife who had did, done the whole thing, they now said only one parent can enter. I said, I called my wife, I said, you have started. But you told me two of us can enter. Because she understood all the process. She did all the process. Me, I was just going there to present my anointing and my small account. Full stop. Do you understand? So I didn't know all the details. I said, ah, no, 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 no. So I sat down and said, no, my back is paining me. I beg, tell what is all this thing? And I heard those people say, just calm down. My wife said, baby, you have to go. I said, but I don't know everything here. I don't even know where you file anything. She started explaining. I was just sweating. I said, no. I said, okay, this is it. I said, which one is the I-20? Give it to me. Where do you put it in the passport? Okay, go. Drive herself. We don't know where the driver is because they don't allow parking. So as I was going inside, I saw plenty of people. Listen to me very well. There were two sets of windows. I'm talking about God commissioning your agent of good news. The first set of window is where you thumbprint. So I said, she's a little girl. I said, that's it, she must thumbprint. So I said, let's thumbprint. The place that thumbprinting had three windows. The people interviewing had nine windows. And they were not hiding it. There was 100% refusal. Everybody, I saw one lady, half caste, better lady around my age. You can tell a successful woman. Grown children, Canada. What say? Do you have children? Canada, Australia, London, America. She was just, I was just feeling good for her. Next, I hear, madam, I don't have enough reason to give you a visa. I said, sure. The lady looks like, you know, middle-aged angel. Clean. I said, father. Oh, a thumbprint I was looking. Tyranny wanted to, I said, don't look. 
finish what you're doing. Finish that one. As soon as they finish, one guy, the third window said, I'm shutting my window. He told the security man, remove the link. And he says, so he kept quiet. We joined the people that were going to be interviewed after doing some printing. As we inched towards the last place, he just opened his window, I want to be interviewing people. The first night were refusing 100%. Nobody. The place was full of people. The guy just opened his window. I just heard on the speaker, um, security, please direct people to me. I want to be interviewing people. I said, Joe, you're doing thumbprinting. How? Do you have all the information? You know, the man don't even mind me. So, two people were in front of me. They just brought one old lady. Very old lady. So, the guy attended to her. He gave her the visa. The first thing Oyibuma said, Ekaro. I said, who said that? <laughs> he could speak Yoruba. Spoke to the woman. Out of old age, they respected the woman they gave her. That's the first person. One fellow was in front of me. So we're laughing at his Yoruba he was speaking. He got to the guy. He flattened the guy. Pa, 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 po. <laughs> So my daughter looked at me and said, Daddy, they're refusing everybody. I said, my agent of good news is <laughs> <He's> here. <laughs> so we walked to him. Five, four minutes. It wasn't up to five minutes. Which school are you going? I said the name of the school. He said, he was just typing. Who is paying? So he looked at us. I said, it can't be her. It's me. <laughs> so both of us laughed. My daughter laughed too. He laughed. He continued. He said, um, what was the last three questions? He said, keep this I-20 well because she is what she must carry when she's going in and out. And then he said, one silly question that had nothing to do with anything. And so, thank you very much. Um, have a good day. Um, your visa will be ready in one week. Letter of admission, he did not ask. Account, he did not. I'm sure the Lord made me look like a full bank by myself. No, no document. I didn't open any file. The only thing I gave him was passport and I-20. That was it. Ask three questions. Name of the school. Um, who is paying? <laughs> I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> he said, you are the one paying. Oh, yeah, let's see how much you have. <laughs> he just said, oh, okay. He laughed. Then I can't remember the third question. In four and a half minutes, I was done. Everybody was watching me and my daughter as we were walking away. My daughter said, daddy, how did that happen? I said, agent of good news. A window that did not exist before, when it was our time, had to be open. Because every other window was agents of bad news were there. God had to open an, a window of good news. I come to tell you that in the season of good news, even if something did not exist before, God will open it for you and I. And as he has done it, he will continue to do it. 
to the glory of his name in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. How does somebody who was thumbprinting shut the window, reopen it and say, I want to do interviews? Somebody was commissioned for me. Not a single document. He didn't ask me to identify myself. I had my passport. Nothing. Look at the people who went to the nine windows. They must have been asking, why didn't I go to that window? Why was it they had allocated me so I couldn't join any other window? Bam! The guy just opened it. I don't know whether he shot it after, but it's very likely. May your window of good news be open. Just when you're ready in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about commissioning the angel of good news. No matter how well prepared I would be, if I went to the wrong window, they'll shut me down. How does a testimony end like that? Father, I pray for someone here that against all odds, the window of good news will open unto you. That our case will be proven to be different from others because God has declared the season of good news concerning us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. If my wife didn't believe in me before, when I was walking to the car, so soon after she left us, ah, ah, you are coming out. I didn't even say anything. I was just walking towards the car. You can tell that's younger walk. I told the driver, move on, move on. I sat down, bam, I put my seatbelt. He said, baby, you're not talking. I said, there's nothing to say. Ask your daughter. You know, when you receive good news, it affects your mood. <laughs> it affects the way you feel. <laughs> it affects the respect you get from people. Somebody give the Lord a shout in the house. <laughs> may the Lord, may the Lord commission our agent, everybody's agent of good news in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just like that. No story. Let me now top it up for you. When we got home, my wife had to send an email to say, oh, thank you. Our daughter was giving it this. They replied, they said, this year, you are the first Nigerian that they've given visa to on one application. This is the ninth month of the year. If they didn't know that this family is anointed, they start knowing. He said, you are the first. I have the email. You are the first applicant that walked in there and walked out there. Not only walking there, four minutes out of the place. The people that go to that kind of school, they're powerful, very rich people because it is an expensive school. The only way my daughter can go there, it has to be scholarship. We cannot afford it. It's not possible. If they refuse them, who will come in with a bullion van and me, I come in there with nothing. And I got it. It is not a function of ability. God commissioned an agent of good news. Should I pray that prayer for you? The God 
who honored his word in my life yesterday, he will honor his word in your life. It doesn't matter if nobody has got it before, you will get it. It doesn't matter if everyone failed, you will not fail. The name of the Lord will be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. I was shocked when I saw the email. I said, you mean, if they had told me before, maybe my faith would have been shaking. Nobody. You are the first. God, you are, we make you the first and not the last. Glory be to God. Are you excited about the possibilities in God? At, at one point in time, I thought, ah, did my wife set me up that today will test your anointing? Go with your daughter. <laughs> See, let me tell you, God will honor your, 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 your relationship with him. God will remember you for good. God will not allow you to be put to shame in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I tell you something, I wasn't prepared because I thought my wife was going to answer the question. I wasn't prepared, but I was calm. My daughter was looking at me. I was calm. I asked her a question. I said, I don't even know where this school is. Which town is it? I don't. She was gabbling. I said, don't do that. There. I said, okay, you know what? It won't matter. Whatever you don't know won't matter. That was it. We're saying that. The man was looking at us. We're talking like that. I just put my arms around her. I was looking at everybody. You know, when I walked out, I realized that this good news thing is real. Some monies I was expecting did not come. And yet, it didn't matter. In the day of good news, what you don't have will not matter. And whether people have more than you, it doesn't mean you will be the one to be preferred. What kind of amen is that? Hallelujah. My God. Let me read one more scripture to you. Let us see how... This happened for the centurion. Give me the New Living Translation, Luke chapter 7. How many of you remember the centurion? He had a problem. His servant was ill. He had a desire because the servant was precious to him. But he had no means of making it happen. He needed good news. The Bible says from verse 7, Verse 7. Looks, oh, verse 4, I beg your pardon. Verse 4. Verse 4. Verse 4. <laughs> he had a problem. And God raised angels of good news. You know what happened? Bible says, so they earnestly, read with me, they earnestly begged Jesus to help the man. What did they say? If anyone deserves your help, he does, they said. And the next verse, it says, for he loved the Jewish people and even built a synagogue for us. The next line says, so Jesus went with them. Full stop. Someone say full stop. When you receive good news, it is full stop, which means nobody can change it. The man was not Jewish. The man should not have access. 
But the Bible says that when the Lord remembers your sacrifices and your burnt offerings, Psalm 20 verse 4, he will grant you the desires of your heart and cause your plans to succeed. So when they're saying, because he loves your people, because he built synagogue for us, they were telling the Lord to remember his sacrifices and his offerings and grant him the desires of his heart. The Bible says they didn't just ask Jesus. The Bible says they earnestly begged Jesus. What I'm saying to you is your agent of good news is not, is going to be like Daniel. He will not just ask the king. He will petition the king. The Jewish elders did not just ask Jesus. They petitioned Jesus with, with a lot of reasons, with a lot of passion. They said, if anyone you know what that means? You say, Jesus, you know what? If anyone deserves your help, this is the man. Meaning, let's see how you're going to get out of this. It sounded like a desperate appeal. Leaving Jesus no room to maneuver. They read his resume. The man was not there. Just like I told you, the bridegroom was not there. Just like I told you, Shadak, Meshach, and Amigo, they were not there. I'm talking about the agents that work behind the scene. You know, the problem is that you think things happen when you get there. No, before you get there, the, the most important things should have happened. What happened to me was not a function of just happening. God had prearranged everything and it had to be like that. And generally, I didn't know. I was looking at the nine boots and saying, which one will I go? All of them are bad. And God says, you, you will not go there. I have a special boot for you. Somebody lift up your hand to the Lord. May the Lord in this season arrange a special opening for each and every one of us. Prearrange. Sort it out. Whilst men are sleeping, it has been set in stone, ready for you to show up. As you, as you appear, things will begin to work. As you show up, things begin to change. In the name of Jesus. I'm sure some people started talking as I walked out. How? He just came. How? What did he say? He didn't bring out any paper. And people brought up sheets of paper. This woman that they refuse, if you see this woman, if they say somebody looks Oh, fine middle-aged woman, middle fifties, see gray hair, nice. See, she didn't wear chinzy outfit, clean outfit. When she gave the resume of her children, ah, I was jogging, say, Baba, I receive in Jesus' name. It didn't matter. The ring she was wearing, that kind of ring, now Range Rover be that. One ring, Range Rover. It didn't matter. Cancel. I was, I was, I was wanted to talk to the guy. Are you okay? Uh, uh, devil said, you never mind your business. You see your ring, na Range Rover or na Bitu. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you about these things that when they said they earnestly begged Jesus, the word earnestly is, means very passionately. Your helper needs to be very passionate about your case. 
They earnestly begged Jesus. I told you, Mary did not ask Jesus. Mary was daring Jesus. They had no wine. Is, is that how you ask the question? Is that a request? That is the information. Jesus even said, ah, okay, I've received the information. It was not an information. It was a threat. They have no wine. They have no wine. Come and meet me at home after. I said they have no wine. When your mother speaks to you like that, it is not a request. It is a threat. You mean you won't do anything about it? Okay, we'll see now. That's the kind of help. See, Nigeria hard now. I said Nigeria hard now. Nobody is helping anybody anymore. If somebody says they're helping in a lie, they're arranging themselves. So when God needs to raise a helper for you, it has to be a helper totally dedicated to your cause. They earnestly begged Jesus to help the man. Listen to what I say. If anyone deserves your help, which means this is number one. May the Lord raise the kind of agents for us that will insist that we should be number one in the name of Jesus. He said this, he does. He, for he loves the Jewish people and even built a synagogue for us. So Jesus, let's see how you get out of this. You got to do this. The Bible says so. Jesus went with them. It means in consequence of the way they made the appeal. That's how the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. No room for escape. King did what a slave boy petitioned him to do. All the king's men, what do you think their reaction was? Eh? How did you do that? King, we're not listening to anybody. Three of his boys were promoted instantly. Don't say it has never been done before. You negate my prayers. There's the first time something is going to happen. And whatever God has promised you, whether it's going to be the first time it's ever happened, behold, I do a new thing, said the Lord. God will bring it to pass in Jesus' name. The Bible says, may he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. That's Psalm 20 verse 4. So that he may give you the desires of your heart and cause your plans to succeed. I believe that the bridegroom was a good man. The Bible doesn't give us a resume, but what was it God remembered to prompt Mary to threaten Jesus? Jesus said, no, it's not my time. And Mary said, I don't care, you're going to do it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Amigo, they must have been good men for God to put it in, in Daniel's heart for him to put aside his own promotion and insist that unless they do this one, this one, I'm not sure I want it. God must have remembered something. What do you do? What do you have? What do you give that God will remember? May he remember your sacrifices and your bunch of it so that he may grant you your heart's desire and cause your plans to work. If he has nothing to remember, I don't know whether he will commission that agent. The centurion, there were things they had to, they had a lot to tell Jesus. Say, Jesus, let me see you get out of this. He loves your people. 
Bible says he even, I like the word, he even built us a synagogue. The word even, Tito, I still have more. The presentation was total. How easy is it for you to be an agent of good news to somebody that you have nothing to present? You have nothing to present. And so, I make this call to everybody. If you have been doing well, continue doing well. If you have not started, this is not the time for you to have nothing that the Lord will remember. In fact, let us read Psalm 20 from verse 1 together. And that's from the New Living Translation. And you will see how it works. I want to appeal to you in the day of good news, a new new international version. I want to appeal to you that I don't preach on balanced gospel. This, there is a balance to this. There is something about these people that God did this thing for. You can argue about me. If you don't like me, you say, what can God remember about you? But I, I, those that know me, that God has some things to remember. The way I love my children is the way I love other people's children. That's one. And my daughter that I'm fighting for like this, some of you know. You know the story. It's a love story. It's not a biology story. It says, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Hmm. I better say that one again because uh, 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 financial distress, marital distress, emotional distress, family distress. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Verse 2, come on, stay with us. May he send you help from the sanctuary. Hey, help, not from your hometown, from the sanctuary. Do you know what the sanctuary is? The sanctuary is not the altar. The sanctuary is here. The best. Send you his best help. And grant you support from dial from Zion. Not just help, supportive help until the job is done. May he remember all your sacrifices. If you have. You, there's, you see, you can't create sacrifices. You either have or you don't have. And it didn't say, may he remember your sacrifice. It says all, all talks about many, your sacrifices. It's one thing to say, may he remember your sacrifices. Another thing to say, may he remember your sacrifices. And then it's another thing to say, may he remember all your sacrifices. And accept your burnt offerings. For the result, verse 4. So that he may give you the desire of your heart. So that he may make all your plans to succeed. I had a plan. I just didn't know how it was going to turn out. I had to trust that God has gone ahead. I didn't know where what was. My account doesn't, is not intimidating. I had the last question he asked me, he said, sir, what, what do you do? When he said, who is paying? I was even courageous enough to crack a joke. I said, it can't be how. It's me. 
So both of us laughed. My daughter too laughed. Then he says, sir, what do you do? I said, I'm a maritime lawyer and consultant and pastor at the same time. I don't know what he heard. But whatever he heard, it was enough for him to say, let me respect myself. Stamp this something and sign it. God, whatever you have will be enough in the name of the Lord Jesus. What kind of amen is that? What kind of amen is that? Whatever you have will be enough. He didn't ask whether I'll practice, no. He didn't ask me whether you are practicing, no. Whether the legal consultant is making money, it was just enough. I just blew grammar. That was the last question. I'm sure there was talk when we left that how? If there was a banker, they said, I even know his account. I said, go and tell them now. Whatever they say, it will not matter. Glory be to God. Can you celebrate the Lord this evening? I want you to stand to your feet. I want us to pray. The groom, the bridegroom in our text could not get up from the table. Even if he got up, what could he do? He, most people getting married, they are already in red because the marriage is so expensive. So even if he wanted to buy wine, number one, the shops are closed. Number two, listen, where will he get the money? In the midst of the festivities, the wine ran out. Can you lift up your hand to God and say, Lord, I will plan whatever I can plan. The plan of this man failed. The projections failed. Everything failed in the face of everybody. Listen, a lot of us are in the middle of the ocean. We can't go back where we're coming from. And we don't have enough steam to go where we're going. I just want you to lift up your hand and say, Lord, I am running out. But please, just like you did for him, send me, commission an agent of good news for me as well. People were already gossiping, taking positions, how they're going to gossip, what they're going to post on social media. But this man just sat down there, not knowing how it will end. And whilst he was sitting down there, God commissioned an agent and bad news gave way to unprecedented good news. You may not know how, you may not know who, but God is able to do it. God that works behind the scenes. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They think there had been no news for a long time. No news, no news becomes bad news. And all of a sudden, the king's heralds knocked on their door, say, we have news for you. Say, what kind of news? We're tired of bad news. He said, this time it is good news. They they were not in the palace. They did not know what went on. But somebody petitioned the king. Tonight, I am petitioning the king of kings on your behalf. I'm saying, Lord, send them, commission for them, agents of good news. For every person here, for every aspiration here, for every family here, that the Lord will not leave you. Oh, some people think they have something. Listen, what you need may be more than what you have. Listen, Lord, Lord, I just say, Lord, it, in spite of what we have, in spite of what we don't have, just raise and commission agents of good news. 
Those that don't need for us to beg them. We don't need to solicit them. We don't need to know them. We don't need to dance for them. We don't need to make a case for them. We don't need to dance around them. We don't need to lick their boots. They're just sent by God. Those that will not stop with a request. If they have to petition, they will petition. But they will earnestly do it until it is done. There's nowhere to put the wine. It says use the pots. Don't use it to wash. Use the pots. Just get the job done. Why don't you lift up your hand to God and just say, Lord, I'm here. I'm here. I need you to send me an agent of good news in the spirit of Mary. In the spirit of those that spoke for for Cornelius. They, 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 the centurion, Lord, I need you to send someone who will be like Daniel. Daniel, who put everything on the line and said, you have to do it for my friends. Those that don't have the spirit of competition, I don't want you to be on my level. I don't want to be equal to me. I want to be a king. No, 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 no. Daniel said, I don't want to go alone. Take my friends with me. commission for us agents of good news those that will speak for us those that will stand in the gap those that are connected that their voices can be heard by those that really matter don't know what has run out in your family. I don't know what is running out in your career. I don't know whether your contacts are failing you. I don't know whether your bank account is an embarrassment. But why don't you help me hold somebody's hand? Somebody who looks like something is running out. Joy is running out. Your confidence is running out. Just help me hold somebody and pray for the person. Lord, just the way the wine that makes the heart merry run out in the face of the public, this man. Lord, turn the situation around through the agency of someone dedicated to changing the bad news to good news. Someone that will not stop until good news arrives. Pray for your friend. Pray for your brother. It will not end in bad news. Shame will not be your portion. That will not be your portion. That will not be your portion. Multimedia, bring me Psalm 20 and verse, verse 2, please. The NIV, Psalm 20 and verse 2. 
Give me the New Living Translation, please. Give me the Amplified. say one more prayer. That prayer is in the NIV. My NIV says and I sent it out this morning it says may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. I think it's verse 1. I'm sorry. I think it's verse 1. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Protect you from what? From shame. Protect you from what? 
from failure. Protect you from what? From humiliation. By sending us an agent of good news. Lift up your hand to the Lord. Say, may the name of the God of Jacob protect me from every plan of the enemy to put me and my family to shame. To disgrace us financially. The humiliation of public ridicule. May the name of the God of Jacob protect me. He says, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. So that he can protect you from all the plan of your enemies. May the name of the God of Jacob protect us from every evil and everything that will diminish us and shatter our families and our confidence. Father, we thank you. We thank you. That in a season of good news, no matter how long there has been no news, I stand by faith, resolute. Bible says, once has it been said, twice have I heard that power belongs to God. The power to unleash good news belongs to God. Let it be activated by the commissioning of agents of good news. That the Lord may protect us from the things of shame and disgrace. And usher us into the season of celebration. So that what we have or what we don't have will not matter. That that which God has said and predestined concerning us will come to pass. And we will give him all the glory and praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Please help me by celebrating the Lord, the God who has ordained good news. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Finally, I ask, are you ready to be my agent of good news? Who is ready to be my agent of good news here? Everyone wants an agent. Who is ready to be an agent of good news? May the Lord use all of us too, like Daniel. When you're promoted, what I'm talking about is don't just enjoy it. Be like Daniel. Be an agent of good news. Sammy, when you hit the top chart, remember your brothers. Everyone, when you go, be an agent of good news and God will take you even higher in Jesus' name. Alright, I'm going to take um, tithes and first fruits. If you're in church this evening, you have your tithe, you have your first fruit, could you please come forward. I want to I want to pray with you. Only one lady want to take all the blessing today. Oh, you're jealous. You want to share the blessing. God God bless you. Father, thank you for our sisters as they come to honor the Lord with their tithe and their first fruit. Honor their faith, oh God. Let those assigned to them be commissioned to do them good, to speak to the king on their behalf, 